0: Welcome back to Co-America. I'm Chris Coleman, your host, back here today. I think uh, we're good to go now. It has hit the 2 o'clock hour, so 2.04, 12.25, finally turned their music off. I don't know how you kick all the people out. I mean, I've worked in bars a long time. I've never worked in a restaurant that was actually a club, uh, even though the city and uh, ABC and them won't do anything about it. But I don't know how they have their music blasting like that and they still get everybody out in time and all the drinks out of their hands. Plus, I mean, your restaurant, surely they're trying to take to-go orders and all the food. (laughs) That's funny. Uh, I've never seen anybody leave from there with a to-go bag or any food uh, late at night. Pretty sure their kitchen's not open. Anyway. They're trash. They're trash humans. I hate them. Uh, Hopefully their day will come one day. I'm sure I'll be long gone before then. Uh, they got a couple of tickets last week. They don't seem to care. I mean, they just keep right on doing what they're doing. They make enough at the door to cover a couple of little tickets because of what they're charging to cover, so they don't care. Um, and that's where we're at on it. And until our city council, our mayor, who are being sued by them, it's the third lawsuit because the first one Went federal and uh, they would they withdrew it when they realized they were going to lose it. So then they were losing their next case and uh, they realized uh, we're losing this one too. So they withdrew it and re- reworded it, refiled. It's like a stay of execution, and, and they're not stupid. They just keep doing it. And the city, oh, well, you know, we're doing all we can. Are you? I don't think so. I don't think so. Hmm. Maybe sees a joke Anyway That's not really why you tuned in But it's what I feel like talking about I feel like talking about a lot of things that I can't But anyway, <laughs> we'll move forward uh, Dark League's been going uh, Through the first few weeks It's, it's pretty good I'm going to pull up and, and go through the standings right now And you got to know These are skewed These are extremely skewed Uh We have 13 teams, so you have a bye week in there. Some teams have had a bye. Others have not. And then uh, also, like, uh, I know that Pork and Beans was supposed to play Bia, and that game got postponed because Pork and Beans couldn't put it together for whatever reason. Uh, They had a few people that were out sick, so they weren't going to be able to make it. Okay. Um, But projectile dysfunction They're sitting on top They got 40 points I tell you right now They look like the team to beat They're playing I mean you got Hoss That's won back to back Singles league championships Uh, Danny Shanahan That's been on multiple championship teams Nick Chichester And Chris Davis Uh, It's just the four of them A Really good team Good guys They're sitting on top of the table With 40 points for a reason Um Third drop Magic right behind them with 34. And I know Keon sat out a couple of weeks. Claire sat out some. They still got 34. Third drop Magic, that machine, just keeps on rolling. They're right up there in number two right now. Will House's team, I know they've had a bye. And they're still sitting there with 27. Um, Looking good. Uh, They they weren't together last season. David, Will, Keith got back together. Added in uh, two players. And... uh, one of them had not played in a while. The other one had been with uh, short shafts and stuff, but uh, they added them, and, you know, it's it's a bit well. They're sitting there with 27. Darton Soul, Sam Adams' team, sitting up there with 26 big points. The Dartman Cometh, who have won back-to-back championships, sitting there with 24. They added a new piece to their team in Stephen Gregory this past week. Uh, Stephen, you might remember, was on the – uh, he's won a lot of championships, but most recently when Hoppers won their fourth straight, he was with them. And uh really good player, and they've added him back. They've added him to the Dutton Cummins team, so we got there. I know Third Dutton Magic had Seth play with them one week, so he's locked in with them if he decides that you do have to play half the games to be eligible for the postseason. So we'll see how that works out. Hmm. Pork and Beans, like I say, sitting there with 21. That's uh, Tanner Barnes and Wes Smith, who loved my team, to join them. And uh, Steve, Gator, Abby, uh, good team, good group of people. We played them two weeks ago. Uh, we were on the road at Unique against them, and uh, we got the win, but we it was a battle. We won seven to five. Uh, we're sitting there with 20 points. That's why they give you three is sitting there with 19, all three Unique teams bunched up there together right now, We've had our bye weeks. Steve and them have had one. That's why they give you three. Is not yet. That's why they give you three beat us. Seven to five. No, um, yeah, they, they threw well. Uh, Sonya, Matt, Tui, and He-Man. Uh, and Sonya was hitting those bullseyes, buddy. She was hitting everything. She was good. He-Man, throwing really well. He's young enough. He doesn't know all the etiquette. Definitely. Mm-hmm. But he also uh, he also didn't know who he's supposed to be beaten by in the league. And uh, he just goes out and throws, and it's worked out well for him, you know. Uh, Matt Jones and uh, and Tui, you know what you're going to get there. Good, solid, good players, you know. And so uh, that, that's, that's going to be a formidable team. Now, Sides and Hunger are on that. You know, Sides had a little baby. Congratulations. And yes, it was appropriate. She was born on a Dart League Tuesday. So, there you go. Um, short Shast of Sticky Tips. They uh, they won this past week, knocking off four and a half men plus one Amy. They're sitting at 17 points. Four and a half plus one Amy or 13 points right behind them. B.I. is sitting there at 12. But if you look at who B.I. played, they played third Dart Magic. They played Sam and them Dart and Soul that have been really hot. Uh, haven't lost yet until they lost to third draft magic this past week and they played hoppers that's on top they played the top three team or three of the top four teams and then they had uh postponement this past week don't sleep on that bi team they got rutherford back they got wallen over there yeah john and janka and uh uh steve really tall steve uh (laughs) they got him um they're going to be a good team. Bulls on parade, first time in the league uh, as a team. Jen, I know, has been in the league before, but I think she's the only one bearing them out of nocturnal sitting down there with twelve points and then shits and giggles. The other Hoppers team, who they had a bye week, uh, they're sitting there with eleven. Um, I don't think Scotty Mack. I know he hasn't updated the stats. Uh, Keon, just so this was before Tuesday night. Keon sitting on top. Uh, of the MVP standings, Navarro's second, I'm third. I thought it was really kind of funny that the week one MVP was Keon. Week two MVP was Navarro, and then I got it in week three. So we were texting, I was like, man, you all imagine if we all played together? Keon was like, yeah, it'd probably be good enough for, you know, second place. Uh, <laughs> mm. So I really put a lot of pressure on Scotty Mack to try and get it this week. And uh, I know he threw well, but, I, you know, the stats obviously aren't updated yet. So we don't know, but uh, I, I do think that'd be really funny. Uh, <laughs> so, kind of rooting for him on that. Just next week's matches. Uh, let's go and take a look because I, I don't even know. I don't even know all of them. Um, I've been a lot busy with you know life and such. But yeah, uh, week five is what it'll be. October twenty fourth, that Tuesday, the uh, Dartmouth Cometh. They come down to Unique, and they're going to play Darts United. Uh, that should be fun. I like Evans and Tyler and all of them, so that, that'll, be, that'll be a good match. Uh, Pork and Beans will be playing at Wheelhouse. That's why they give you 3 We'll be at Shits and Giggles at Toppers. Um, Projectile Dysfunction, they will be at Top Shelf playing Short and Sticky Tips. Bulls on Parade will go to Red Shed to visit Third Dark Magic. Good luck in there. That's a tough place to get. And four and a half men plus one Amy, they will be back on the road yet again at the Their first two weeks, they were on the road. And then uh, they had the bye week. They were supposed to be at home. There was a private party something. They moved their match. So they haven't played a home game yet. Uh, but they're just road warriors. But they're going over there. Dart and Soul will get the bye. And I, I would hate to have the bye on this week because... The following Tuesday is Halloween, the 31st. The league is not playing that night. It'll be November 7th, whenever the league plays again. So there's that. Now, I don't know if y'all heard, but this Saturday is the third Saturday in October. And on the third Saturday in October, that is when the, the University of Alabama and Tennessee get together for some good old-fashioned college footballs. Alabama opened up as a 10-point favorite. It's down to 8.5. I love that it's trending down. Please keep going down. If it wants to get to 6.5, that would be really cool with me. But let me tell you, we don't need it. We don't need to come down. Alabama, last week you saw the definition of a trap game. You, know, you go on the road, you get the big win at a uh, and And then you come home for Arkansas that had lost four straight. And you've got Tennessee that beat you last year on the schedule. And they've been talking nonstop ever since. Their whole fan base. They don't shut up. It's part of the reason that they are our biggest rival. Be quiet, Clay. No. Tennessee is Alabama's biggest rival. 58-39-7. Alabama leads the all-time series. Thirty-nine times Tennessee has beaten Alabama. That is more than any other college football team in the country. All right, and they have a one-game win streak against us right now. We didn't get to smoke cigars last year. I didn't enjoy that. Um, this Tennessee team—they're five and one, but they haven't really looked the part, have they? Hit, that game last week against a man, that was hard to watch. Uh, Tennessee have won 12 straight home games. Uh, A&M had lost seven straight on the road, so it made sense that Tennessee won the game. But, man, that was an ugly, ugly football game. And you know what? The Crimson Tide of Alabama will come correct this week. They will have our full attention this week. And 2.30 kickoff, perfect. You know, this is the uh, the three little bears. You know, because we had the eight pm, and us uh, too late. Then we had the eleven am, and we were like, "Whoa, that's way too early." You no, know, now two thirty. Oh, that's just right. That's just what the doctor ordered. Let's put it right there in it. Let's go. Let's go. Um, so Alabama minus eight and a half. I like the tide. I also like the over in this game of forty eight and a half. Um, because I could see a 35 14 Crimson Tide win that's three touchdowns we win by. Um, I think that I think it's gonna be a game in the trenches, gonna be close at the half, but the tide will pull away. That defense we have Malachi Moore, I think he'll be back. I know he's been practicing just last week, didn't play. I think he plays. Give Me, the Crimson Tide 35 to 14. That's 49. Barely hitting the over, but hitting the over. It's going to be tight for that over under. Now, Missouri, South Carolina. Missouri's minus seven to over under 60. I'll tell you what I do like big the over. I like the over. Missouri's offense is for real. They can score. South Carolina can score, but their defense, mm. you watch them lose 40 39 or whatever, or 41 39. To Florida last week, I didn't do great in the SEC last week. I did well everywhere else. You throw the SEC ones out, and it looks like I had a phenomenal week. But uh, I like Missouri at home to cover the seven. I'm going to buy it down to six and a half, and I like the over of this game. I think both teams can score, and they're going to they're going to do it. Um, Army is two and four. They're going to Baton Rouge to play LSU. Little tune up game for LSU. Look, the over under is fifty eight. And I hate this because the over of L- every LSU game has hit this year so far. So we're taking the over. You ride it till you buck you, bucks you, right? So we're on that over. But Army, you gotta have to score something. And LSU's defense is pretty generous when it comes to that. The line is thirty-one. I don't want to see a forty-nine to nothing. You know, forty-nine to seven and barely hit the under type crap. Um, but I'm taking LSU to cover and I'm taking the over. Mistake is 3-3 three and three, and they get to travel to Arkansas. Arkansas has now lost five in a row because, you know, they had lost four in a row and they came to Tuscaloosa and they haven't beaten us since Nick Saban came to town. Not at all. So, not a rivalry. We have run away with that one. Um... Arkansas, who has lost five straight games, is two and five. Five straight games. And they're a six-point favorite. And you know what? I had them down as a a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I write down my spreads before the spreads come out, and I have them favored in this game also because I think they're the more complete, better football team. Give me Arkansas to cover the six at home. They played everybody close. They're going to get over the hump. They get a win, and they cover Give me Arkansas, baby. Now, this game I hate. I, it's a DNT. Do not touch this game. Ole Miss is going down to that voodoo trap down in East Georgia known as Auburn University. Jordan Hare. Mm. We watched Auburn get beat down by LSU last week in Death Valley. That's just a ritual now. That's what they do every other year. But uh, Ole Miss is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. I watched all of them play Georgia pretty tough at home. We, we all know they're always better at home. Ole Miss on the road hasn't been what they were at home. I don't like this game at all. Uh, the over-under fifty four and a half. 54-and-a-half, I could see it both ways. I could see it being a shootout, and I could also see it being a, you know, begrudging what is going on here. Is Lane going to go for it on fourth down eight million times and only get it like once? Uh, I don't know. But I don't like this game. I don't like this game at all. If I had to take it, I'd take Ole Miss. But Hugh Freeze, Hugh Freeze versus Ole Miss. uh, You know what? I might take that. You know he's going to want it. Mm. Don't touch this game. Run away from this game. Hide from this game. Don't touch that game. Now, we do have some big games that are outside of the uh, SEC. Uh, you want notice Georgia's on the bye week. I do want to point out Georgia on the bye week could not come at a better time for them. Uh, Brock Bowers injured last week, out four to five weeks. Um, I mean, that's That's the best player in college football. If we're giving out the Heisman to the best player, and not the best quarterback on the, on a good team, then it's Brock Bowles. And knowing he's going to be out four to five weeks now, they have two different tackles that are both injured. One of them's having the tightrope surgery, so he's going to be out for a few weeks. The other one uh, is going to get back to practicing, but we don't really know what the timetable on him is yet. So their, their bye week came at a really good time for Georgia. Um, now, over to the rest of the country. You got number seven, Penn State, six and oh, traveling to the horseshoe. Number three, six and oh, the Ohio State University. Ohio State is minus five. The over-under is 45 and a half. Statistically speaking, these defenses are one-two in the country. I know who all they played, but they're one-two. Give me the under of 45 and a half, and I'm going to take Penn State plus the five. I think this is a field goal game. I'll take the points. Uh, Oklahoma is minus nine, number six, Oklahoma is n- minus 19 against UCF. Yeah, I'll take Oklahoma. I think they're that much better than them. Uh, Air Force, ranked number 22, is minus 10 and a half against the Navy. And oh, you know what that means? Anytime the military schools get together, one of the best stats in all of sports one of the most predictable going back to 2005 when any of the military academies have played each other the under is 43 10 and 1 and the over under is 37 and a half and that means under mm, 5 star lock of the week the under of Air Force and Navy I think Air Force wins. I think they covered the ten and a half. I'm two and a half stars on that. Air Force is a good team. <laughs> There's a reason they're ranked number 22 in the country this deep in the season. I think they're they're a solid team. They're they're a good team. But I love the under of this game. I don't know if Navy scores. I could see 17 nothing. Yeah. 17 three. You know. Uh, speaking of unders. Iowa and Minnesota I think these two teams are combined for about 22 points all year Iowa six and one right number 24 they're minus three and a half I like that because Minnesota's garbage but I also like their under of 30 31 and a half. it might be 34 and a half. I think it's 31 and a half. but I like their under I'm on the under of that uh Washington State Oregon no not on that under Uh Oregon's defense on statistically looks good, but it only looks good because they uh, of who they play. And Western State can score. I love this over of sixty-two, and Oregon's minus twenty. That seems like a lot, but Oregon coming off that loss, I think, and and there was a conference loss, so they can't really afford to lose anymore. They, They can't take any chances here. You know, your back's firmly against the wall now also. Not big on the 20 points. But I, if I have to pick, I'll take Oregon. I'm like one and a half stars on that. But definitely on the over. Uh, two lanes minus 20 against North Texas. On that one, I'll take the green wave. I'll take two Uh Not huge on that either. Another big spread. Speaking of big spreads, Texas. Number eight in the country. We remember them. They are a 23-and-a-half-point favorite on the road at Houston. Why is Texas going to Houston? I mean, they're playing at the University of Houston. So, okay. Uh, I'm going to take Houston and the points. And I know Houston has not been Houston of the past, but 23-and-a-half just seems like a lot. I'm going to take the points. Um, I think Texas wins the game. But I'll take the points. Again, like two stars. Now, over here we got Virginia and North Carolina. North Carolina is a 23-point favorite. The over-under is 56. I will take North Carolina and the over. Bigger on the over. I'm three and a half stars on the over in that game. Then you got Michigan, Michigan State. Michigan's minus 24. Normally you would say, "Hey, that's a lot of points for a rivalry game like this." No, not this time, because uh, Michigan State, ever since all the troubles come down from Mel Tucker, that I personally believe is crap, uh, just beyond trash. Um, they haven't been good. They've had a really tough go of it, and I think Michigan. Michigan's been a machine. They've been handling people. Give me go blue. Give me Michigan minus the twenty four. I'm not touching the 46 over under, but I like Michigan. Duke against Florida State. Florida State is at home and they are 14 and a half point favorite. No sir, that that line is too high. I think Florida State wins the game, but give me Duke to cover 14 and a half. Um, the uh, Utah against USC. You got number 14 and number 18. Utah sitting at 5-1, USC now 6-1. Their loss, though, was out of conference. Um, so they're still controlling it there. Look, Utah's one three straight without Cam rising. And I don't think he'll play again this week. He might. But USC's minus seven. And you know what USC saw last week? A defense. Notre Dame showed them a defense. And you know what they're going to see this week? A defense. Give me Utah... Plus the seven. Four stars on it. And then you know what? I'm going to go another two and a half stars on Utah's money line. Utah's beat them three straight. They beat them three straight times. Make it number four in the annals of Pac-12 history. As it comes to an end, it will end with Utah dominating USC. Give me Utah, baby. Um... UCLA is playing Stanford. UCLA is minus 17. Last week, we saw Stanford's ridiculous comeback against Colorado. They should have got run out of the building this week. Chip Kelly keeps his foot on the gas. UCLA does run them out of the building. Give me UCLA minus 17. I'll go one and a half stars on the over 53. Arizona State's 1-5. They're playing at Washington, who's 6-0. <coughs> Arizona State has kept pretty much every game close. That's why this line, 26 and a half, no. I'll take Arizona State in the points. That's too high. That's too high. Uh, Give me Arizona State to cover the 26 and a half. Now, we got a couple of games Thursday, so I'm going to give you those. James Madison is minus two and a half against Marshall. Uh, They're actually, I'm buying it down to two and a half. Um, James Madison, 6-0. I think they win this game. I think they cover. I'm on them. Rice and Tulane, a real coin toss game here. They're both 3-3. Three and Both three. are the other ups and downs. Tulsa's minus 3. They are at home. You know what? I have a couple of friends from Tulsa originally, so I'm going to go with Tulsa. Plus, I don't like Rice. Um, on Friday night, you got SMU against Temple. Uh, SMU is minus 20 and a half and for good reason because unless Bill Cosby, the Temple alum, the greatest temple alum, is handling the Gatorade, SMU. They're gonna run crazy. Um, give me the Pony Express. I'm gonna give you a little bonus one here just because I want to bring it up. Clemson and Miami are both four and two. Uh, this game's at Miami. Clemson is minus three. I uh, told you last week Miami was going to lose for the second straight week. This might be three straight. Give me Clemson. Give me Clemson to win and cover the three points. Miami all of a sudden went from 4-0 and to 4-3. and And Ball and the boys down there, they're going to be wishing that it took a knee and not lost that momentum when they had it. Now, B.O., you called me out on Facebook. You said, you weren't seeing a lot of baseball posts. I presume that was before Atlanta got eliminated. I think it was. And uh, you also asked about the CFL. So I'll give you one. Here, uh, the Calgary Stamps are playing the BC Lions. And the Stamps, they're not really having the best season. BC is uh, like 12-5, and 12-6. Uh, but you know what? I like the Stamps plus eight and a half. I'm going to take the stamps. I'm going to take the over of 49 and a half. Uh, That's either Thursday or Friday. I didn't write down what day it is. So, you can figure that out on your own. Um, (laughs) That's just me throwing my phone down. Because, you know, we like to do that from time to time. Right now, we'll jump over to MLB. The fabulous Phillies, they've been doing what they do. They're up 2-0, won the last game 10-0 yesterday, 10-0. They play again tomorrow afternoon. Look, we're taking the Phillies every game. We're going to ride them. They're going to the World Series, okay? We're taking the Phillies every game until they lose. They're not going to. Even if they lose the game, we come back, we jump right back on them. Because they're up 2-0, they're going to win four. So you're going to get two more wins out of this. Um, We're riding them every game. I've been doing the same thing with the Rangers, lost today. But with Scherzer on the hill, but I did hit the over, um, and so uh, I'm going to continue to take the Rangers. They're up two zero now. The only time that I might would change that is if it's three to three going to Game Seven. But uh, them being t- or the Rangers leading two to one right now, I'm going to keep riding the Rangers, and I think that uh, I think we're going to see the Rangers and Phillies in the World Series. NHL has started. A lot of good games out there. Obviously, I can't give you picks for NHL as they come out every day. I could give you something of more, um if you really want it. <laughs> but I don't know if you'll hear this in time or whatever. But uh, NHL, back in full action, I love the NHL. It's uh, the last man's game that's really left, it's the last physical sport left here in the U.S. So you got to love that. We had some international soccer. Uh, over the weekend, the U.S. takes a disappointing loss to Germany, but you're not really too disappointed when you lose to Germany. They are a juggernaut. We uh, you, you dropped it down, but then we came back and just totally waxed Ghana. Looked a lot better in that game. Let these young kids start playing together. Keep them, keep them going. We know we're in the World Cup in 26. Let's go. You know, get them ready. Get, get them hyped. Get them going. Alright, so that is my time We're 30 minutes in I've got to go home and get a nap Get some rest Tomorrow's Thursday, that's big delivery day Got a lot going on here, I'll be here Open to close, we'll have A a girl Sadie on stage She's never been here before, I'm looking forward to seeing her live Uh, We have the Dark tournament at 7 o'clock Then on Friday Taylor Dipsky's back here on stage She's always awesome, I love her um, she is just absolutely phenomenal in every way and so i'm looking forward to having her back um uh, friday night it's friday night for tennessee uh i hope she knows all the words to f you rocky top otherwise she's gonna learn them uh, <laughs> uh, i might have to go sing the song i don't know anyway uh nobody wants that nobody wants that i promise and then uh yeah, you know, we'll be open by 8 a.m. on Saturday, game day. Uh, it'll be a little bit better this week. We don't have a parade coming by at 7 a.m. with the Million Dollar Band and TPD making sure that we're awake. Uh, <laughs> that was really nice of them. I appreciate that. And then, yeah, uh, you know, but, uh, it'll be good to have all the boys here. We'll have a little bit more time to chat before they have to take off and go to the game this week. As we don't kick off till two thirty, so we will have the beer tub outside, all that going. I have a beer tub outside Friday, uh, Friday and Saturday night as well. Um, while you're waiting to get in, you're out on the patio to be able to purchase a beverage. To look out. Anyway, so that is my time. I of course we'll be back open Sunday morning, uh, eleven a.m. for NFL Sunday. Set your fantasies. Get it ready. Um, but uh. All the NFL games here every Sunday. Dark tournament at 5 o'clock. Going to be a good time this Sunday. Uh, and we'll get a little breather as the next week. We have the bye week. You don't have Halloween until Tuesday. But you know there's ha- there's already Halloween parties going. <clears throat> we'll get the fall break. So most of my staff will abandon me like they usually do. And leave me to do even more. Uh, on a slower time, quote unquote. I used air quotes there, uh, and then you come back, and uh, oh goodness, he got LSU looking around, still on that schedule. So yeah, uh, still got still got a good ways to go this football season, but we'll see what we can do. We're gonna have to pull it together. Uh, some of the staff's a little beat up right now. Uh, I had a door guy quit today. I don't care. I'm, I'm so accustomed to them now. You know, I don't, I don't, uh, it don't even bother me. <laughs> it's like, alright, uh See ya. Next man up. Or woman. I do have quite a few of those. I like my door girls. I like where they're at right now. They're doing well. Um, my bartenders, of course. Uh, this will be Dalton's last official Saturday with us. Uh, I'm not going to go into his personal business, but for uh, extremely valid reasons, he'll still be at Rabbit Hole and managing there, and uh, he just isn't going to have time For multiple jobs right now. And uh, he and I have spoken about it. And I told him I was like, "Look, you get in December, and they you know close down. You need to pick up some shifts. you will be welcome to do so. Uh, he is always. He'll always be a friend of ours, you know. And uh, we'll still treat him like an employee, you know. He's uh, he's been." been here since day one and uh, he's the last one that was here on day one, still left and so that's going you know, to be a moment, but he'll be bartending Saturday night, so uh, you know, it'll be a good send for him there, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll have it figured out <laughs> we'll be okay and we'll keep, keep on moving that door will keep on swinging open we'll be alright But that is my time, so I need to go. And as always, when Nick Chichester asked me to remind you every week that Red Drew is a one-way, even for the cops. (laughs) Guys, those were Nick's words. I don't know. Um, Red Drew is a one-way. But as always, I'll leave you with this. Shoot to score. Play to win. And when you get married, make for damn sure that you are the ugly one. I know I will be.